Hello, my love. Hello. You got to do this. You got the... Oh, I knew that was going to happen. But doesn't Miss Dora sell lipstick that doesn't do that? Wait, is everything recording? Yes. Yes. I didn't that happen so fast. It was Miss Dora sell lipstick. Yeah, but it has like alcohol in it and it like dries out your lips and I want to have like crackled old lady dried out lips. Oh, wow. Did you hear that, mom? Renee literally just called you crackled old lady lips. No, that is not what I said. <laughs> yes, we just lost the sponsor. Thank you, Rick. Uh, well, good, good um, kind of afternoon. We um, did I get it. I think you got it. Okay. We we uh, we have a very busy week, as you guys can imagine, with um, our very special. Um, gosh, we just have so much. We you know we really want to make this a, a very special uh, Thanksgiving. Um, Renee's dad had his first shot of chemo um, a few days ago, and. We're hoping that, that he's going to be feeling up to uh, being with us here at Thanksgiving, but we really want to make it special, and, and we're really going out of our way, and we're doing Delilah's birthday party. The very um, next day. The very, very next day. So And uh, we're decorating for Christmas. And we're getting ready for Christmas. So it is a circus over here, and Renee walks around saying, make this dream come true, and make this dream come no, true. No, I just need you to pull in the giant nutcrackers. Uh, you are the giant nutcracker. <laughs> come on, guy. Come on, we're going to open the episode like that. Um, but as you can see, that, that Renee and I are are actually in, in better spirits. Um, we've been through a lot, but we're it's in good spirits. It's just such a roller coaster of emotions. It really is. And, and you know, to, to quickly talk about that, gosh, I did 15 radio stations this morning. Yeah. And it's kind of one of those setups where it's like every 15 minutes I have another... Um, Start again. Start again, right? Rewind, and, start and, again. And people are really loving um, I Speak Wife. But specifically in I Speak Wife, I talk about my in-laws. Uh-huh. You know, and I talk about your dad. And, and so almost every single interview, people, you know, the, the radio jocks really identified with um, the in-laws. Yeah. Like they really, uh, for some reason... I, I kind of feel like uh, that's the talking point that comes yeah, up. Yeah, people yeah. really kind of well, because the gummy bear joke is so great too. Well, yeah, we got to figure out a way, Rick, to uh, to put out the uh, in-laws um, clip out there. I think we need to put the clip of when my parents come over versus her parents, and then just end it at "Tell your face." <laughs> oh, nice. Oh, so if you're watching this episode, you can go back and watch it. But, but I, you know, I got to be honest with you, you know, Renee, it's, it was so hard when they asked, you know, and, and they're like, oh, how's the in-laws? And, and ultimately, you know, like I say on the radio, man, we are one big happy family. And, and, I, and I feel, I mean, don't get me wrong. We're not perfect, right? Yeah. And, and there is little drama here and there. but We annoy each other. But we all love each other. And, yeah. and I'm so very lucky to have beautiful and amazing in-laws. And, and I would hope you'd say the same. Yes, um, I do. But, but we, you know, we all totally get along. And, and when people would ask, you know, like, so how's the in-laws completely setting me up to do For the joke, joke, you know, and, and man, I just, I didn't say anything. And, and it really made me think of your dad. And, um, I was kind of going to bring that up as a, as a topic because we don't have a lot of time today because we would like to give Rick and Gigi a day off. Yeah. Uh, so it is a holiday week, but. You know, I, I think that, that genuinely speaking, most people um, are very, um, very compassionate. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I think that everybody lives a tough life and everybody has gone through things in their lives. And, yeah. 
And I think that as a society, we always make the mistake of, you know, when you see somebody and somebody says, hey, how you doing? Our automatic response is, great. I'm good. I'm yeah. doing good. Thank you. I'm fine. I'm good. You know, and sometimes I feel like, man, you know, maybe you do need to share. You know, and, and I've kind of done that a little more yeah. lately when people are like, hey, how's it going? And I'm like, you know what? Not good. Yeah. You know, not not good, man. It's been a rough, you know. Those- it's hard, though, because you also don't want to be that person. Like, you know, we we live a great life and we're very blessed. And you also don't know what the person that you're talking to is going through sometimes. And so. But can I stop you there? I don't want to throw a pity party at one. No, but that opens the door for them as well. Yeah. Right. That opens the door for them to go, you know what? We're not having a good time. You know, we're having a rough time right now. Yeah. You know, hey, I am having a rough time right now. And, and I understand your rough time. And, and, you know, for example, talking to our accountant today, um, Jose, I, I had no clue. You know, Jose was talking to me about details for Vegas and, you know, what are we doing? Mm-hmm. And he was, how you doing, man? And I said, you know, I said, it's been kind of rough, dude. I said, you know, my, my father-in-law uh, found out that he has lymphoma. And he goes, oh, my God, I, ha- I had lymphoma. I knew he'd had, I knew he'd beat cancer. I didn't realize it was lymphoma. And I go, well, you know, it's, it's, you know, they tell us that it can go into remission. He's stage four. He goes, I was stage four. You know, and I go, oh my gosh. You know, so we started talking about what his experience was like, what he went through. Yeah. Some of the things that he did that he felt like were, were beneficial, you know, but it's one of those things where had I not mentioned it, we would not have gotten Jose's insight. Yeah. You know, if I would have just said, yeah, we're fine. Can't wait to party with you in Vegas. Yeah. You know, and, and, and for me, the, 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 the biggest heartbreak for me is you. You know, watching you go through it, watching you be sad, watching, watching you not sleep, watching you have these hard times. You know, that, that's, are you okay? Don't are do you? Well, I was going to say, nah, you're going to make me cry. And that's not and what this episode And then we're both going to cry and then it's going to be all rude. fucked up. Um, um, no, it's just such a roller coaster of emotions. A lot of anxiety. It, it really is. And, and it's, um, it's been, it's, it's been tough, but, but we are in a good place and we're really looking forward to, you know, I'm excited to see, you know, Rebecca and Sean and, and, yeah. you know, I haven't seen your brother. My sister's back from Japan. I haven't seen your brother in, in forever, it seems. Yeah. You know, so really looking forward to a, a wonderful weekend. And, and I just want to encourage everybody to next time somebody says, how you doing? If you're not doing good, open up. Yeah. Say you're not. I've, I've been doing that lately. You know, I've been, I've been saying, well, you know what? To be honest. Yeah. You know, to be honest, I had a friend commit suicide and my father-in-law got, got lymphoma. Yeah. So yeah, it has not been great. Yeah. You know, and, and, and because of that, you know, we, we do, I have been able to hear, and it does feel nice for people to go, oh my God, I'm sorry to hear that. Oh my gosh, you know. I went through it or we went through it or man, yeah. I'm sorry that that happened to you. And it, it does feel good. And, and that, that's what I was going to say about, um, all of the comments. Did you read them? No, 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 I didn't. Oh, Renee, you need to read them. Yeah. Everybody has just been so gracious and so many thoughts and prayers for your father. And, and, you know, everybody's saying, Hey, thinking about daddy Raymond. And, you yeah. know, so it's just been, uh, you know, really, really beautiful the way that, that people have, have understood what we're going through on this podcast. And, and, and then there are times where I don't know how you feel, but there are times where I'm like, man, are, are, is it even working? 
you know, do, 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 do people give a shit? Yeah. It's you working know. as our marital therapy. It's working oh, as definitely. that. Definitely. Yeah. So when people ask on the radio, they're like, how's the podcast? I'm like, dude, to be honest with you, to sit down with your wife for an hour uninterrupted uh-huh. and having a conversation has really helped our relationship. Did they ask about the podcast in some of the interviews? Yeah. yeah. Well, and it's always fun. Like, you know, and no offense to anybody I did radio with this morning, but there's the ones that are like, oh, thanks for taking the time. And they were nice and cordial. Uh-huh. And then there were the ones who are like, oh my God, Steve Trevino. And oh my God, how's Delilah? And tell Daddy Raymond that we love him. And we're thinking, you know, so you can tell the people that really, you know, listen to the podcast and yeah. and, and make it their their weekly kind of um, routine. Uh-huh. You know? um, but it was, I mean, radio, radio is, is one of those things where, you know, I don't, I don't know how many people are listening to radio anymore. I don't yeah. know. I don't know. I, I just, I ask myself, yeah, I always do this. I'm sorry, go ahead. I, no, I was going to say, I feel that way about cable. I don't think anyone watches cable anymore, that everyone's watching internet TV. But I still think people get in the car and just like inherently turn on the radio because it's there. I don't know. I mean, I don't. I plug my phone in. My phone integrates with my car. Yeah. And I listen to the same 10 songs. I do too, but sometimes I get annoyed yeah. with my, I'm, I get annoyed with my own Pandora or my own Spotify. I'm like, you keep giving me the same songs over and over again. So I will go and, uh, and put on the radio. I mean, I would assume, and uh-huh. me and you are, <clears throat> are not that, Lori is, I would assume the people that have a routine in the morning, mm-hmm. they, they like listening to morning radio so they can hear the weather, the traffic. Yeah, just like you, know. you watch the morning. We we still put on the news. Yeah, you get your morning kind of kind of um, general. Your Today Show. Yeah, in the kind car. of like a Today Show in the car. Maybe you get a laugh. You know, and yeah. there are there are a lot of talented radio people out there, and, and I enjoy doing it. Right, yeah. I enjoy calling them, and and I am, you know, and, and I am genuinely appreciative that they take me on the radio because they're sharing their show with with me. Yeah. You know, so I'm surprised you've never done a like an, a whole radio show, just you. I almost like I almost wonder if we could take the podcast with all these hours that we have well, now. Well, what made me think about it was that you flew the podcast solo. You could totally do that on the radio. Mm, I don't know. I flew the podcast solo because I had to. Yeah. You know, I I love being with you. I love sitting with you. You know, you're you're a a big part of my life. Yeah. And, and this, well, but this is this is its own thing. I gotta say, I'm a little sad that I didn't get to pie you in the face this month. I know, man, and I'm I'm so bummed out about that. I'm I'm having a hard time that it didn't work out this year. Not screaming and yelling about it because, for you know, and again, being honest on the podcast, turns out that they got a new person in charge at Lackland, and that person said we don't want that. Yeah. And I don't know who that person is, but I would like to tell him, fuck you. <laughs> I would. I mean, you know, we, we love doing it and we, and the people loved it and we were able to feed almost a thousand people. And now I think to myself, well, what are they going to get on Thanksgiving? Yeah. We were willing to do it. We were happy to do it. We had a whole team of people doing it. Yeah. You know, and this, whoever this dickhead is said no to it. So well, if, if we'll you're that dickhead or you know that dickhead... <laughs> Tell him Steve Trevino's calling. Yeah, tell him Steve. I want to know why. Now, there could be a good reason. Right? There could be. Maybe there, he's there not could... as big a dickhead as you think he is. I don't know, man. I mean, you just think about these 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 men and women who who enlist in our service. And, and some of them can't go home. Yeah. And, and at least the taste of Thanksgiving makes you feel like it's Thanksgiving. Yeah. 
yeah, yeah. you know, to eat turkey, to have and turkey dressing and, and gravy, you know, and yeah, 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 and all of that. I, and then several people on the comments said that they would love to see a podcast from you. Yeah. Yes. I'm excited about it. I, think I got some, should... co- some comments too. Yeah. The goal, the goal is ne- beginning of next year. We'll see. Yeah. We will see. <laughs> so for just, a, you know, we haven't given a, a Delilah update because um, Renee completely gave up on potty training. No, no, no. I don't say I completely gave up. That's not true. It was hard because at school they had her in pull-ups. And that's so confusing for a little no, one. No, I, when you read the I potty just, training books, they're like, pull-ups are basically diapers. And if you're going to potty train, you throw all those things I out get the it, window. But I said, and, and I, I don't know if I said it on the podcast, but if somebody can go find it. <laughs> I said, I go, why don't we do kind of a progressive thing where we do it for two weeks and then back and then because do it for two weeks. Because that's also very confusing. Because how do you explain? Sometimes it's okay to pee in your clothes. Sometimes it's not. Sometimes just pee yourself. Sometimes don't. No, like, I, I mean, I think that, that, that kids, and, and I would think that, that girls in general, kind of get to the point where they're like, I don't want to pee myself. No, And actually, I know what it is to, to pee in the toilet. I'd like to do that. Delilah would be in a wet diaper for a long time and be totally fine with it. She hated diaper changes. I know. She loses her shit. Um, but, but so now I have a naked baby again, running around the house. She's um, doing really good, <laughs> except, okay. Well, wait a minute. So just to be clear, we're doing exactly what I said that no, we should not. do. We just, no, the books say this too. They say, look, if you see it's not working out, just scrap it. You can take a break, especially if you started young, like we did. Look, I think people write books just to write it. fucking books sometimes. <laughs> Um, that's true. I mean, you have to not, you have to pay attention to your own child, but as a guideline, it's helpful if you don't know where to start. I, um, speaking of books. Yes. Couple things. Um, Christina sent one of her friends to my show Uh huh. and gosh, she's probably 90 pounds, this uh-huh. little tiny girl. And she wrote a kid's book. Yes. It was so cute. I read it to the kids at the hotel this weekend. Dude, it wrote, this wrote, weekend. wrote the kid's book. Um, published it herself. Now I feel bad that I can't remember the name of it. It's a cute little well, alien. You belong. Something. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I feel bad. Um, but I just admired her for her execution. Yeah. And for her, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it myself. I'm going to fucking do it. Mm-hmm. Here's the book. She hired an illustrator. She wrote it. She put it out. And then on the back, you can. Do, there's a QR code. You can hit the QR code and it'll take you to the cartoon of it. And I just thought... Wow, that's really cool, which leads me into this next topic uh-huh. is we have now been offered to write a Steve Trevino book, an I Speak Wife book, and, and I can't quite figure out what I want that book to be. Maybe it should be like a he said, she said book, like one of those coffee table books that you flip from side to side, and one side is your bullshit version, and then one side is my version, the right version. No, I thought of that too. Right? Like, I, I totally thought of that. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a very good idea. Or you want to write, like, a legit book. Right. And is that that's, what you're saying? Yeah, that's the question is, oh. you know, do we write a legit book where it's a little bit of, of you know, our life story, but it starts off just me and, and my what I was going through and me wanting to be a comedian and then meeting you yeah, and then our relationship and how we 
And I also think that that how we what you didn't finish it. Well, that's what I was gonna say. Like, I'm really trying to get this joke to work on the road, and I said it really good this week, and I know you didn't see it. And I said, you know what? At the, when I tell the story about me and you being together, mm-hmm. and I go, Renee's this, I'm this. Renee's this, I'm this. Renee's this, I'm this. Right. Mm-hmm. And at the end, I want to tie it in a bow and say, and ultimately, you give me all the things that I need that I don't have, and I give you all the things that you need that you don't have. Mm-hmm. Right. Like you, you do the research. You make sure that. What we're doing is is thought out, and right. and I'm the fuck it, pull the trigger, let's go, and because of the our differences, right, we have become a very successful team, right. So yeah. maybe and, and and but you know what the what I'm trying to say is with the book, you know, almost kind of a guide to hey, I wish me and you would have got on that page sooner. Like embraced each other's differences and how they complement each other? That and and I feel like when we first met, we were on very different paths. Mm -hmm. And I was on my own and you were on your Mm -hmm. own and you were trying to do your thing and I was trying to do my thing. Mm -hmm. And then things really fucking exploded when me and you both started getting together and going, hey, we're going to do this together. Yeah. Right? You're going to help me produce. You're going to help me direct. Yeah. You know, when we built relatable you had your hands all over it you know remember i had this idea to put these stars over the set do you remember that i don't remember tell me <laughs> we bought these huge paper stars oh yes i do remember and, this and, and, yes. you were, and you were like no i don't want them i don't i think it takes away from the set you yeah, know but yeah, my, yeah. my point is that that when me and you started truly deciding we're going to go at this together Yeah, is when we really became very successful. And I think it took us both a long time. Well, we, you, you learn more about your partner as you go. Right. And rather than being annoyed with our differences, we realized it was, it was a realization of that. They, they did compliment each other if we wanted to work together. I don't think I realized that. No, I don't think I did. I, I, I think, I think now I do. Well, that's what that's what I mean. It has been a process. At first, you were just annoyed that I, I was the way I was, and I was annoyed that you were no, a Tasmanian but, devil. But like, at the same know? time, I was begging you to get on board forever. You were, you were, you were, and but as a woman, that I felt like that was hard for me because I felt like as a woman, you were saying, "Hey, what you've got going on, just leave it be. Don't worry about what you've got going on. Come and jump on my crazy train." And well, and I know this is hacky and it gets said all the time, but teamwork makes the dream work. Yeah. You know, and I kept going, dude, come on board. I already got this ball rolling. Yeah. Come help me push this ball up the mountain. Let's do this together. Yeah. And you refuse to, which go, but, but it, 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 it's that like independent woman personality of like wanting to jump in and, and give yourself completely and. And how do you not lose yourself and who you are? It took us a long time to get here. But that's not fair because I could sit there and go, hey, I want to be my own man. And I want to. I don't want to lose my individuality. And I've already done all this on my own. I no one I is taking away your individuality, Steve Trevino. And nobody's taking your individuality. You go, what, where does the psyche come from in a young woman to go, well, you're not going to take away who I am and I want to do my own thing. And it's like, well, yeah, we're a team. Yeah. 
It it took us having, um, or it took me having a certain sense of security in this relationship. The fuck you, security? No, I mean it. That's what it it took. That like I'm not gonna just say, uh, let me leave like what I'm trying to achieve. And so ten years, eight years like, into it, you're like, I think I think Steve might really be into me. <laughs> Fucking eight years later, I think I think Steve might be. It did, uh, it did take us like seven eight years to get married. <laughs> not eight. Yeah, <laughs> seven. I always liked it. I always liked it that when it comes to exaggerations. <laughs> Renee, Renee always exaggerates in her favor. <laughs> always. Like, like I, she wants everything exact except for the prices I of the things that she buys. I saved you $225 at Hobby Lobby. Somebody will go, hey, how far is it from LA to, to New Braunfels? And I'm like, I don't know, like 1,500 miles. Actually, it's 1,600 miles. <laughs> right? And then I'll be like, hey, Renee, how much was that dress? You're like, I don't know, like $4 or whatever. <laughs> 14 and then I'm like um it was more like 22 well you know <laughs> and I'm like how come when it comes to your shit we, we you you always exaggerate Babe, we don't have time favorite. to play the prices right this episode Rick no, told we us we got we got to pack a punch um but but to get on that thing you know back on the on the book I don't know man I you know they came to me with it and they said hey you know we really want to get you a book deal we're going to find you an author to help you tell your story mm -hmm. and then I was like oh shit what story do I want to tell yeah 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 you know and and, and also I, I mean you know another thing that I think is important is to tell the story of really knowing who you were who you are yeah you know I didn't know who I was and, and I mean I the problem was I knew what I was I knew who I am I never wavered from that yeah. But when I moved to LA, I was so lost. Right. And I was like, I don't like this, but I know I have to be here. Yeah. I don't like these people, but I know I have to be here. I don't, I don't like the environment. I don't like, you know, the, the, the bullshit. Right. I, you know, but I guess I have to be here. And then ultimately me going, Hey, I just need to be me. And, and, you know, I, there was a big part of me that wanted to be, you know, uh, part of the cool kid comedy club. You know, I wanted to be in the group. Yeah. And, and, and I never, I never fit in that group. You know, it's, it's, it, it, you know, it, and good for them. I'm, you know, I, I'm at the age in my life where I'm like, Hey, good for you guys. I'm glad that you were able to do that. And I'm not mad that I wasn't able to do that because everything has now worked out. I love being on my own Island. You know, do I know all of those guys? Yeah. And if I saw those guys, we'd say hi. And we all have memories together because we all stood at the comedy store and the Laugh Factory and the Improv in L.A. together for years. And we were all on the same lineups. But but I never quite fit in. And, and, and I wish I would have figured it out quicker. Yeah. You know, I, I knew that. I mean, and it still might happen. You know, I did get to do that podcast with Larry the Cable Guy. Mm -hmm. You know, and we, we talked about that. And, and Jeff Foxworthy is one of those guys, too, where, man, I'd really love to talk to him about, because he was in New York for a while, then he was in L.A. for a while, then got a sitcom, and then he went through the same struggle of, you know what, I don't need this. I have a great life touring. I sell a lot of tickets. Yeah. And I can live in, I can live in Georgia and do my thing, right? So I don't know. I mean, is, is it worth writing a book and talking about that? 
Yeah. And what it, what it means to go, Hey, you don't have to have that path, right? You don't have to be in the, in the cool club to have your own Island and create your own world. Yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, Rick, what are your thoughts? want to know the behind the scenes of the comedy stuff um but if you're going with the i speak wife how you guys met and everything that is always a fascinating story to me i also you keep going serious and i just like as you talk the ideas swirling around in my head are all silly like i think you should do a mad libs like you do mad libs that are i speak wife and figure it out <laughs> really funny um yeah what does this mean here's the translation right but, but maybe we do that. We maybe do th- that's a companion to your book. That's but, the companion. No, no. Book. Maybe we do it on 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 like on the the title page on the bottom, uh-huh. right? And do uh, a quote from I speak. Uh, uh, here's what she says, and here's or not you know. the index. Laura used to be a librarian. What's it called at the end of the book? There's like a separate section at the end of the book, not the index. Oh, I don't know. Uh, you know, I I read um, prologue. the prologue, and I, I don't want to. Um, compare myself to anybody because please understand that I'm not saying I'm in their, in their, in their, uh, on, on the same class as them. But, you know, I did read Steve Martin's book. Yeah. Oh, I love it, Steve Martin. He's one of my all time favorites. It was called Born Standing Up. Yeah. And he just tells his journey of figuring out his. Well, cause he's, he's such you know, a multi-talented man. Like so not many like me, talents. right? No, um, I, I knew you were going to say that. That's not how I meant it. But um, the man plays like how many different instruments? No, I he's forget. a very, like, very talented guy. And, and, you know, basically. A playwright. Well, when I read it, I go, I go, I was born standing up. Right. I've been doing stand up since second grade. Yeah. Since I was a little kid, I've been doing stand up. Right. Yeah. Um, and then I read uh, Russell Peters book. And Russell's was really cool because and all of these are very light reading. Mm hmm. But, but I really enjoyed it because, you know, there was a lot of things. But again, I'm looking at it from a stand-up comedian perspective. Right. Do I want everybody to buy this book and go? Well, no, but Rick even no. said Rick is not a stand-up and Rick is all about inside comedy. But I don't know. If, but again, I don't think the people that watch this podcast and the people that go to my stand-up shows are, are generally speaking stand-up fans. Yeah. I think they're Steve Trevino fans and Captain Evil fans and... And they live very regular lives, and and they they're love not the relationship material. You know, they love the 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 honesty of it. Yeah. Right, and the and the almost documentary Find style humor in the everyday of marriage. Right, but but I also think you know how many times do we get? Oh my God, you saved my marriage. That yeah. happens to us all the time. How many times do we get? We were on the verge of divorce until we saw your special and realized, oh, we're not alone. Yeah. Oh, we watch the podcast because you guys have discussions like we do. Yeah. Right. So yeah. I don't know. I, you know, now the, the whole book idea is driving me crazy because I, I want to deliver something of value too. Yeah. You know, I, I want somebody to go, man, I, I read Steve's book and, and it motivated me and it made me understand. Well, and then, and, so then maybe it is just telling your story because that is inspiring. The way you did it. We, we. The way we did it. Uh, see how I always use we? Um, so I don't know. I mean, it's, it's, it is, um, it's perplexing to me because I don't know what I want to deliver. 
You'll figure it out. You know, think about it at night and you'll figure it out. But I also think about, you know, and, and Lori being an ex-librarian, this is something that lives forever. Which is really cool. It lives forever. And, and it, is this something that I have to think, is this something that my 18-year-old son is going to open one day and read it and be proud of it? Oh, my God. <laughs> So I'm a Real Housewives junkie. That's like oh. my my trash TV. And all I keep thinking about is there's an episode in Real Housewives where Lisa, Lisa Rinna's like teenage daughter talks about reading her book. And apparently I've not read Lisa Rinna's book, but apparently in her book, she like basically talks about how to give a blow job. <laughs> and that's what it made me. Well, it does make me that. happy that you are learning some skills. <laughs> From I said I didn't read the book. <laughs> I don't know. I, look, I, I I just want to deliver something of value. Yeah. Right. I don't want it to be something. Well, but value is laughter too, right? It could be something like you said. That's just man. That book's really cute and really funny. And no, I you think know. you. I think you have a great story. I think you have, and you like inherently who you are as a human. You love to be, you love to share and you love to teach. And so I just, that I, like at the, is at your core. I love people. You do. And, and I have been through so much in my life. So much. I mean, I've been on my own and financially supported myself since I was 18 years old. Yeah. You know, um, so I always like to, I always don't, I don't want somebody to, to make the same mistakes I do. Right. I, and, and I want to go, hey, here's the life experience that I have. Right. I want to share that with you so that you don't. So hopefully you get some insight from it and, and it, it moves you forward. You know, much like the real estate are, you know, the, the mistake that we made of thinking two mistakes that, that I think we made was, oh, my God, we'll never own a house. Yeah. Big mistake. We should have got, got focused on it. It's doable. We could have done it way before we did it. Number yeah. one. Number two oh, well, we're not ready for kids. You're never going to be ready. I'm a grown man right now. I'm not ready. <laughs> it's hard. But it's so damn rewarding every minute of it. You know yeah. what I mean? So, I don't know. I, I, I'd really like to hear from, from the peanut gallery as to what kind of book they think we should deliver. Yeah. Um, man, it's so much fun to see, you know, to do these radio interviews and they go, Aztec Chevrolet. I mean, I'm, I'm on thinking, your radio interview. Oh yeah. I'm doing a radio interview in Colorado Springs. And he's like, where do I find Aztec Chevrolet? I go, wow. I go, why do you ask? He's like, well, you know, from your podcast, he's like, I Googled it. There's only one in Bevo. I'm like, that's fucking <laughs> it. That's it. <laughs> it's just one in Bevo. So a uh, big shout out to Aztec Chevrolet, yeah. Old Salt Coffee for just being amazing and. I got a little nervous. I think we might be out of the medium, the Old Salt medium that I like. I like dark. We're running. We're running low. And then our friends at Pick Cherries. The contest is still running. See or no? No. Right. No. Wait, Rick. Do we have a winner to announce? We do not. I gotta talk to Stu, but it is over. Okay. Contest is over. Okay. So Rick's going to get with Stu. Now we have everyone on the edge of their seats. They're There's a winner their, and nobody knows who it is. They're going to do their little... Yes. They automate it. We have no idea who it is. I wish we did. We got lucky with, with um, Shannon. Shannon Scott. Yeah. She was amazing. Her husband's amazing. We got very lucky with them. Uh, you know, I, and we're so open with our lives and our, our time and our generosity. I, and, and so far, 
Yeah. We have been very lucky with people being respectful of that. Yeah. Um, I'm just afraid that day that somebody takes it over the line. You yeah. Know? And, and then, you know, we go, oh, well, fuck it. We can't. Yeah. Right. So thank you all for being so respectful and, and, and so uh, supportive of me and my wife. And, and believe me, your thoughts and prayers matter. Yes. Continue. Thank you. Please continue. I hope you're all having a wonderful holiday weekend with your families and decorating your houses and making your husbands crazy, putting trees together. And if you see this Friday morning and everybody's over, well, guess what you're doing Friday night or Saturday night? You're watching I Speak Wife on YouTube. Yes, yes. If you have family, please share I Speak Wife with them. You guys watch it together. I love you guys. Thank you very much. And we'll see you. Oh, by the way, this is Daniel McCutcheon's hat. And I love it. It says washed up. So it's perfect for guys my age. (laughs) We'll see you guys next time.